thing um, not that chill happened last night. If you know, you know. Shout out Auction League. The commish just got raked by a demon. This is the end style. League mates everywhere, cackling, I'm sure. Fantasy gods gasping for air as uncontrollable laughter echoes in the heavens because they did it to your boy again. And he just keeps falling for it. Oh, in the distance, dings a cash register as the commish purchases clown makeup so he can prepare for next season. He's going to do it again. He just keeps coming back. Absolutely unreal afternoon today in the auction league. Unprecedented bullshit. Man, this bleach tastes great tonight, though, boys, let me tell you. It's a good year on this bottle. But I digress. Welcome to episode 2.21 of the Commissioner Kellen podcast. It's the playoffs for some of us. Happy feelings. Serenity now. Breathe. We have coverage on all three leagues today. One league forced me to completely scrap my notes. That was fun. Uh, But we are covering all three leagues. We'll start in the guillotine league. How we always do. Four teams remain. The biggest loser will be crowned after this week's games. Uh, I will review standings and tiers. It'll be quick. It's going to be just me on that one. And then I'll do survey results very quickly. Uh, Y'all know the drill by now. It's an execution week. The uh, second week of a two-weeker. Again, just me on that one. I will be joined, though, for the auction and keeper leagues by Rick. He'll join me for both segments. Why, Rick? Well, until a few hours ago, Rick was going to be my round one opponent in the auction league. And then, you know, Sleeper just said, what's the point of a deadline, really? Let's just change it anyways. And fuck this guy. So they did it. So I don't have an opponent anymore. So Mark is Rick's opponent, round one. Uh, But Rick will join me, and we will go through what notes we still have that are legit and applicable, and uh, we'll do that. We'll preview the matchups. We'll pick the winners. We'll give Mark his time. Mark is in. That's something that shouldn't get lost. Mark won one more game than I did. So he gets the honor of being in playoffs. So we'll do that. We'll do survey results, and we'll get out of here. We'll call it a week. Fantasy playoffs are here. Enjoy, boys. Let's, uh, again, it'll be just me. I'm going to go have a cry. You guys listen to this guillotine segment, and I'll pick it up again with uh, Rick for Auction League. But pass the tissues. Pouring out for your boy tonight. Welcome, Guillotine Leaguers. Brought to you today by Big Booty Mix, Volume 14. We're halfway through a two-weeker here. Shit's getting real. We're down to our Final Four. We will have our biggest loser 
in just a handful of days here. You don't want to be the biggest loser, the last guy executed before the money rounds. That would just be a damn travesty now, wouldn't it? <laughs> Been there before. I'm just the king of bad losses, aren't I? It's, it's tough to be the commish, let me tell you. All right, what are we doing today? Uh, we're going to cover the standings, the tiers. I'm going to do survey results. We're going to keep it moving today. So um, let us start. Let's get right into it. Um, four teams remaining. The way I see it, there's three tiers. And we'll start at the bottom in a tier all on his own. We've got Jimmy. Team Jimbo. He scored 114.98 points last week. His cushion is zero because he's in last place. This tier, I call, get your shovel and get to work. Jimmy has just eight points, 8.56 points to catch the next team. That's a Rico. We'll get to him in a minute. That is nothing that Jimmy can't overcome. That's nothing. And then even more. You know, looking ahead in the standings, there's one team I would deem probably very safe, but hey, crazy things happen. You never know when a stat correction will come your way. You never know. So, Jimmy, get out your shovel. Nothing you can't overcome, like I said. But as everybody already knows, you're just going to have to work a little bit harder than everybody else. So, Jimmy, right in the thick of it. Definitely not dead, but he's got his work cut out for him. Next tier, Arico, like I mentioned, he's in this tier. Huge Hawks. He scored 123.54 points last week. His cushion over Jimmy is that 8.56 points that I already mentioned. Just above Arico is Brendan. Little Brothers Unite. He scored 127.74 points last week. Just 4.2 points more than Arico. But his cushion over Jimmy is 12.76 points. This tier of Brendan, or Brendan and Orico is called Cushions Are Nice, but this ain't shit. These guys are not celebrating. They are not panicking. The way I see it, this is a three-person race to the guillotine. Um, they, they got work to do. A down week kills them. And nobody wants to be that person right now, especially this week. Lots of work to be done with Brendan, Orico, and Jimmy. Life is good, though, if you're Joe Bonds. Team DK's meet Cavs. Joe, you really got to text the group and let us know what that means. I don't know. I, DK Metcalf, I know. DK's meet Cavs. I don't know what that is. Let us know in the group chat. But Joe's score. We've seen scores so far from Jimmy, Orico, and Brendan as 114, 123, and 127, respectively. Joe's score... 172.42. Woo! It's good to be Joe Bonds. Week 15 cushion for Joe is 57.44 points. That is what he outscored Jimmy by last week. And Joe's in a tier all on his own. And this tier is called King of the Castle. King of the Castle. You've been warned though, Joe. You know what kings do sometimes? They get assassinated. So pay your security staff, pay them well, treat them real nice, make sure they make care of you, set your damn lineup, pay attention, but we'll see you in the final three, my dude. I'd be feeling good if I was Joe Bonds. 
that is it for the standings, the tiers. That's all we got. Let's move on to the surveys. Question number one, who is the safest, most likely to survive this execution period? To no surprise, Joe runs away with it. 10 of 12 votes, the only other two teams to get votes. <laughs> one vote for Matt, one vote for Brendan, none for Jimmy. <laughs> I have to imagine Brendan and Matt were the ones that voted for themselves. I respect it. Question two, who is most in danger, AKA most likely to die this execution period? And Matt gets half the votes, six out of 12, for most likely to die. Also to receive votes is a tie, three votes each for Jimmy and Brendan. No votes for Joe. That would be a surprising vote. Question three. This is a good one. I was pretty proud of this one. I loved the chatter in the Auction League group chat for this one. I don't think we had chatter about this one in the guillotine uh, chat, but uh, maybe next week. I'm sitting on another good one. But question three, you are offered the following deal. The Detroit Football Lions are guaranteed a Super Bowl win this year. However, as a part of the deal, you are not allowed to ever watch or listen on the radio the games. No recording, no highlights, not even looking at the box scores or having your friends and family describe or recap the game or games for you. Nothing. You can't watch a single game from the entire season, not just the Super Bowl. And if you're racking your brain right now for a loophole, save yourself the time because it's not allowed, whatever it is. You are never allowed to know any details about the game or see or hear anything from the game with your own eyes and ears. The question is, given that scenario, do you take the deal? And most of the league is a bunch of selfish assholes like the commish. No, I don't take that deal. There is no effing point of them winning if I can't enjoy it. I almost clicked, yes, I'll take one for the team, but no. Rick brought up a good point in the auction league chat. Like, yeah, if my dad was on his deathbed, I'd do it for him. Yeah, I, that exact scenario crossed my head, too. But, no, I'm not doing it. The whole point is to be able to enjoy it. You enjoy the ride. That is the correct vote, in my opinion. Eight votes out of 12 for no. They're not taking the deal. Four votes for yes. Hey, for the four that did. My man. Appreciate it. We'll take you up on that deal gladly. That was a good one. Hopefully got you thinking a little bit. I was pretty proud of that one. Question four, who are you? Thank you to everyone but Ben and Mark. Bunch of little brothers hanging out not answering surveys. I'll tell you that much. Mark's already on my shit list. Mark's just about to get booted. Just, Mark, I've had enough of you these past few hours. But God damn it, you're just so likable. The worst. All right, that is it for guillotine. Don't lose. Don't lose. This one hurts a lot. And I already closed the spreadsheet, so I forgot to tell you the payouts. Uh, I'll send that in the group chat later. Good luck to the four remaining teams. Good luck in all your fantasy playoff matchups, except if I'm playing you. Um, but uh, some good luck is just bound to come my way eventually. It just has to. Have a good weekend, boys. Be safe if you got Christmas parties to travel to and all that. Uh, and I'll see some of you Saturday for a little cam golf simulator action. See you, boys.
Rick, I see that glass of bourbon in hand. Welcome back to the pod. Glad to be here. Much better terms this time around. <laughs> for for one of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what you you must be drinking something. What you got? But uh, I'm doing bad to answer that question. And um I don't know what I'm drinking. It's bourbon. It was in my decanter. I don't know how long it's been in there. We're just drinking blind over here. So um we're drinking to forget tonight, that the auction league even exists because we mad. <laughs> that was big news today that you broke. So I just had a feeling. I I just I was too excited on Sunday or Monday when I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna back my way into this thing. This is gonna be incredible. I was like, this is too good to be true. There's gonna be a stat correction, something, something, something. I was watching the app for days and I, I forget even where I saw it, but it was like, yep, the the playoff because I look, tried to look at the playoff bracket. And it said the playoff brackets will be finalized after week 14 is finalized at 1 a.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. I was like, all right, let's get to Wednesday. We made it. Woke up. Still alive. Still in the playoff bracket. And then uh, not anymore as of midday Thursday. So that didn't even give me the relief I was looking for because I was still watching Thursday. What's crazy is it's not even your stat correction. It's not even Mark's stat correction. It's Tom's. It's a negative play for Tom. And he ends up losing his matchup to Mark, which is yeah. just crazy. Yeah. And then Mark gets an extra win out of it. Yeah. Just so much pain. And it was a significant play of the game. I forget where they say they pull their research, their, their, their statistics from. I think it's ESPN. How do you miss a fumble? Yeah. Like usually a stat correction is, oh, this play – accumulated accumulated 17 yards instead of 13 yards so here's the 0.4 so this is a two full point swing some guy who works for sleeper is in a yahoo league and got screwed by this uh update and he's like oh my god we gotta we gotta make the change in sleeper too yeah yeah up one day i was like oh oh shit yeah and i don't I don't know. Someone was probably emailing the hell out of Sleeper. Like, you guys missed this fumble. This cost me my matchup. This is bullshit. <laughs> Someone was probably blowing them up all week. And they're like, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. My brother-in-law, uh, Jimmy, he uh, he lost a championship matchup one time in our Dynasty League where we have defensive players because one of his players got screwed out of a sack or a, a tackle, a tackle. And he sent this play in this quarter at this time look at this and tell me how this isn't a tackle and then they didn't change it. So the loss in his championship stayed. So Jimmy's that guy, huh? Jimmy's well, a championships on the line. I was about to, did you get the update from sleeper? That was like, Hey, Jared Goff stat correction. Check no. your brackets. Oh, they sent one out. I was going to click on it and sleeper on those alerts. You can like comment, like it's interactive. Uh, it's kind of like social media in a way. I was going to go on there and be like, Oh, the fuck did you miss this? This is like, I was going to blow them up. And they must have known it was coming because you weren't able to get into a lobby. It was just an alert. You couldn't post anything or comment or do anything. So wow. they, they, uh, it wasn't, it was more than just me that got boned from this stack correction. That's brutal. Still going to cry about it though. Yeah. So let's, let's, uh, let's talk matchups. 
let's talk matchups first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All my, I, my notes were done. I had my notes done for our match. I'm so pissed. Um, before we get to those matchups, let's go. Let's recap last week very quickly. So week 14. So I had to do some updating after today's news. So our new low score on the week goes to Tommy at a 103.98. He lost CJ Stroud mid-game, so that'll happen. Um, the previous low score before that was Mark at a 103.26, I believe. But that point two bumped him up. So Tommy's our low score, our high score. So so Mark wins his matchup with the second low score on the week. Eric was our High score on the week with a 167.52. That high score is not good enough to get into our top 10 list. In our uh, total as a league, we scored 1,348.47 points, which is a low week, uh, which is actually our one, two, three, four, fifth lowest week of the year. So now, Rick, we can get into matchups. Where would you like to start? Um. Do you want to just get right into the matchup you would have been in? Yeah, let's rip the band-aid off. Yeah. I don't have notes for this anymore. I was prepared. I honestly, I feel bad for you, but I was so relieved because I was really nervous about our matchup. I didn't like it at all. I felt great about yeah, my I bet you did. Yeah. Imagine spending 20% of your budget in the draft on Cooper Cup and he does nothing for you all season. Until he starts heating up and your team gets healthy and then you're eliminated. Just think of how fun that is. Also, um, I think Jake Browning caught everyone off guard and I took, I was betting against him by trading you Jamar Chase and I haven't been keeping up if he's been doing well, but. It's Browning? Like, yeah. Well, no, okay. Jamar Chase. Oh, down week last week, really good week the week before. So I like I had a little bit of regrets with that trade that we made. Um because essentially I went from no quarterback decisions to quarterback decisions, and I've yeah. screwed it up every week since the trade by sitting the wrong guy. And so now yeah. now there's a whole mix of uncertainty in my lineup when I didn't even have to think about it before. But anyway. Sometimes the decisions suck, but it is good to have options too. It's you know. The good and the bad. It, there, there's value. The way I've explained it in other leagues, there's value to knowing who your starters are. Right. I hate tinkering. Sleep at night. I just like just filling filling names. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, um, so you want to go like positionally, like usually? Yeah, let's do that. We'll make it conversational. We'll go one position at a time. All right. So quarterbacks, I'm gonna rock. Trevor Lawrence and Brock Purdy versus Marks, Bryce Young, and Will Levis. I like my guys a lot better. I do as well. This just kicked me out of the matchup for some reason. I mean, Bryce Young just hasn't done anything all season. He has one game above 20 points. He has more games less than 10 points than he does games 20 points. Will Levis, though, he can open it up a little bit. He can at he's least get double card. digits. He's, he's a little bit of a wild card. He's a total bro. He's got some swag to him. I dig Will Levis, actually. But Trevor Lawrence is finally heating up the past month. Brock Purdy is a G. I, yeah. I give this heavy advantage your way, I'm, Rick. I'm, I'm going Lawrence over Tua 
because he's been kind of struggling, and I don't know mm-hmm. if Tyreek's going to be playing. He's still rocking a questionable. Yep. Rick, um, when we traded, I gave you Tua. I was looking to offload Tua because of that en- that end of season schedule. I, I didn't want it. I didn't oh, want yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It's plus against the Jets. So against the Jets. That. Yep. It, and who's after that? It doesn't get much better. Then Dallas, then at Baltimore, then Buffalo. So it's just a brutal end of season for Tua right. and the Dolphins. Obviously, you're never going to sit Tyreek as long as he plays. But Waddle, too. I was like, I don't know if I want to start this dude in these matchups. It's a good move. It's a good move by you. Well, not good enough. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Tua just tears it up this last month. But uh, we will see. You want to go into running back? So we're both going your way on quarterback. Yes. It's a somewhat easy decision. Talk about these uh, these running backs here. I'm, I'm starting – uh, Christian McCaffrey and Stodd. versus Kamara and Brees Hall. And uh, obviously McCaffrey's a stud. Swift has kind of been struggling um, lately. Three points the last two weeks and a nine point the week before that. I don't know why he's not getting the ball anymore. So it's... I still like my guys better, but Swift could be a hole in my lineup. Could be. I, I feel like your running back duo of McCaffrey and Swift and Mark's running back duo of Kamara and, Kamara and Brees Hall, I feel like they're, it's the Spider-Mans pointing at each other. Like, you've, you've each got one stud, and you've got one guy that's like, I don't know what he's going to do. It could be right. good, but it could be bad, too. Um, I think... Mark has like running backs two and three in this matchup. You have one and four. Agreed. I think I think the the floor is higher for both of Mark's guys. DeAndre Swift is a concern. He had two brutal matchups though these past two weeks. So I think the worst is behind him, and he's got a cake schedule to figure it finish out the year. I give you the edge here too. It's I I'm almost never going to pick against McCaffrey in the first place, but I think Swift is actually in a really good position to have a good week. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so is Kamara. Great matchup. I just, just it's Christian McCaffrey. I can't pick against him. Right, right. He can make up for uh, goose egg for Swift easily. <laughs> Harsh. It'd be sweet if the if the Eagles lost though. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So are you going your way too at running back? I'm going my way. I don't blame you. I am too. All right, wide receiver, you have Waddle, Ridley, and Nico. I think he's going to play, right? I believe he got banged up. I um, think so. We're waiting on if he practices tomorrow. Okay, yeah, I just opened that up. No practice today. Similar thing on the other side, Tyreek, is he going to play? And if he does, he gets the Jets. But then, oh, hey, Justin Jefferson, and hey, Steph Diggs. Um, a lot of names in this matchup. This is a very strong wide receiver matchup. Break it down. Yeah, so really – Looking at it, assuming everyone's going to play, this is a landslide mark. Um, it's pretty obvious why. And all season, it's kind of been what's carrying him through. Uh, but if they don't play, what, is, what does Mark have? Uh, Puka. Uh, <laughs> and Jameson Williams. So, it, I mean, 
based on the starting lineup right now, it's definitely going Mark's way, assuming everyone plays. Yeah. I've got three boom or bust guys, but they have to score a touchdown for me to win. Calvin Ridley, I, I'm with you on that headache for this season. Man, I he's <laughs> there is no middle for that guy. You are no. ecstatic or you hate him, right. depending on the week. There is no in between. Nico scares me, especially with no tank Dell. He might just get doubled or tripled in Waddle against the Jets. I I'm staying, I can't get away from that fast enough. Um, Diggs hasn't been great lately, actually. Um, four points last week, 16 two weeks ago or three weeks ago before his bye, but then four and four the two weeks before that. Now he's got Dallas. Um, I'm not loving that, but I just see Justin Jefferson and I, I have to, I have to. And I, if Tyreek plays, that's great news for Mark. You're not going to sit him against the Jets. And if he doesn't, he's got Puka, which is another smash play. So I'm for sure going Mark's way there. Yep. Yep. yep agreed. You, you are too? Yeah, that's an easy one for, to go, Mark. Yep, somewhat easy. All right, tight end. You got Ferguson. He's got Fryermuth. It's kind of a battle of the whatevers. I think I like Ferguson better. <laughs> um, I love Ferguson. He, um, he leads the NFL in red zone targets. Does he really? He does. All he does is score touchdowns. Yeah, he does. It's it, He's been a good pickup, but uh, yeah. yeah, so I like me by a little bit. I do too, and I, I think Fryermuth gets slopped on a little bit. His uh, He is three weeks removed now from 16 points against the Bengals, but then he followed that up with 4.4 and 5.3. So he came right back down to earth. He's got a great matchup this week, but I think Ferguson's awesome. So I, I will yeah. go Ferguson for you as well. Let's move on. A lot more. Oh, go, go ahead. I just have a lot more trust in Dallas offense over Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You don't, you, you're telling me you don't believe in Mitch Trubisky? No, mm-hmm. not even a little bit. That makes two of us. Remember when the Bears traded up for him and they could have just stayed where they were and had Mahomes? That, that's <laughs> crazy. It's, Good time. He, he played like what, seven games in college or something like that? It was, it was stupid. He had no stats. He didn't even play in the games. It was more of an egregious pick than the Anthony Richardson one because he wasn't even like a freak athlete. He was somewhat right. fat. Just Bears going to Bears, and I love it. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Flex. You got a nice, sneaky little play. Najee Harris, everybody's favorite player to hate on uh, yeah. against the Colts, which is a good matchup. Right now, Puka's in there. <clears throat> we kind of talked about him earlier, so if it's not Puka, who do you think – he plays if he needs to maybe Moss up to the wide receiver. But I think Moss is probably the play. Maybe Kareem Hunt. Maybe Jaden Reed. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe just maybe. I but like both. Maybe of, both of maybe them have Jordan. a floor of zero. Yeah, uh, but I like Puka's upside more than Najee's. Yeah. Am I wrong in thinking that? No, no, I, I would say no. I, I would say Puka's just all around better. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of banking on Tyreek not playing though. To be honest, I, I don't think he's gonna suit up. That's just me, but it doesn't sound like it. He will. Yeah, it, it's tough though. I mean, I guess break it down both ways. If if Puka is the matchup, and if Puka's not, would. It, what are you thinking? Because I, I like not I don't mind the Najee play whatsoever. 
Yeah, I think I think if it's Puka, I like Puka better. But I like Najee over any one of Mark's other options. Yeah. So I, I'll call this one a, a toss-up. I'll, I'll say it's even. Okay. That's fair. Um, I'm close to a toss-up. I'll give – yeah, I, I think that's a good way to state it because – then we get into a whole what if game and it just gets messy. So it's close. Right. Yeah. Okay. Kicker and defense. Anything noteworthy there? Uh, Moody. Obviously, he's a stud. Moody. So, you know, the Niners are too good on offense, right? They haven't even attempted a field goal in three weeks. For real? Yeah. So Moody's awesome, but he scored four points last week and six the week before and seven before that and then nine. It's been over a month since he eclipsed 10 points. Hi, Aaron. To make a quick uh, special guest appearance. And Xena, too. She is the guest appearance. Are you, you guys going to do a little dance for us? It's Could a podcast. So, yeah, we can just describe the dance. Wow. <laughs> That's all. I was bored in the other room. Okay, bye. Welcome come talk about wide receivers? <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, if you say so. Um, so yeah, Moody, awesome kicker. They don't really, they're too good at finishing drives. So that's kind of unfortunate, but I think both of these defenses are smash plays too. So, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. Young way might have a slight advantage there at the kicker position, but I, I don't know. Uh, not enough for me to actually give an advantage one way or the other for a, a defense or a kicker. Yep. Yeah. So two other quick facts to spit at you. So I had this all broken down. Uh oh, where's my mouse? Here we go. Um, so I had myself in there first. Um, I have so Rick, you're entering this matchup. Um, third in the league with points four. Um, and then, well, this is just for the playoff teams. All these rankings must throw at you. In the previous three weeks, you have scored 424 points, which is fourth out of the six teams, and you are limping in. You're 0 3. Yeah. These last three games. So you are dead last record wise. I had my stats all lined up. I was second in points in the last three weeks with 473 with a two and one record coming in with my loss last week. So I was tied for third. So I was coming in hot. Mark, I don't have the stats for him. I got them for the next guys, but those were stats I wanted to provide for the playoffs. Do a little something special. So Rick, who's your winner? Talk about uh, it. me. I think it's slam dunk. I I agree. I I feel like I would have gave you a real mo- run for your money. I Mark, think you would just crushed me. I honestly, I, was feeling, I thought my season was over. I was feeling really good about my team, and uh, it's all for naught. I mean i I have uh, ninety points more in the season than Mark. Um, I had to play Jose twice. He got to play five and nine Tommy twice. Um, that kind of made the difference there, but I was on the, I was the benefactor of these flaws of fantasy football in other leagues. So I can't complain that much. I was very excited for our matchup. Rick, I hope you go off for 200. I hope no matter what you or Mark or whatever Mark or I did this week, I hope it doesn't matter. I think you win. I hope you win. And it's nothing against Mark. I just want this nightmare to be like, Oh, it actually didn't matter. Yeah. In, in the long run. So 
that's my synopsis. I'm not going to be a sad sack about it anymore, but that's that's how I – I think you're going to win regardless. So um, just lay a whooping on them so I don't have to worry about it. Will do. Because if you have like a 120-point week in advance, I'm going to be doing math for another three weeks. And like, oh, if I would have got it, this would have happened. <laughs> just save me from myself. All right, let's go on to this next matchup. Um, Eric versus Singer. Eric comes in fourth in points on the season. In the previous three weeks, he is dead last. These past three weeks in points for it's only 393. He has a one and two record in the previous three games, which is fifth out of six. Singer comes in fifth in uh, points for on the season, fifth in the past three weeks with 441. But Singer comes in white hot, 3-0 and in his last three and 5-0 and in his past five. So he wow. is record-wise unstoppable. Wow. Despite not scoring many points. So um, we'll see if that luck runs out. But Wait, let's start Singer's 5-0 in his last five? Yeah. He's, so he's, he's buried at 2-7. and seven. What That's- was that one? He's seven and seven now. That's crazy. He climbed out of two and seven to make playoffs. He, yeah. We tried to write him off, but he didn't write back. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, singer's white hot. He he can't lose right now. Um, quarterback. He he's got Tommy DeVito. Hey, forget about it. Shut up, you love fan. it. I love that guy and his agent. And he's also got Russell Wilson. Going up against Eric's guys of Josh Allen and Matthew Stafford. What do you got here? It's tempting to go Tommy DeVito, the Illinois fighting Illini legend. But <laughs> Allen and Stafford is just too good. Yeah, it's this isn't close. The Stafford matchup is something like the fantasy football community is licking their chops over. Um, Josh Allen's just a fantasy darling. Tommy DeVito's fun. I love that dude. I think Russ might cook the Lions a little bit, but this is Eric for sure. Josh Allen and Matt Stafford all day. Yeah. Running back. Yeah, there's not much to debate there. Running back, though, uh, Singer has Bajan Robinson and David Montgomery. Eric's got James Cook and Austin Eckler, who is already sitting at 1.2 points. Talk about the running backs. This is this is an interesting matchup. Yeah. Um, so looking at Eric's guys, Cook against Dallas. That's a tough play. That's, Cook's so unpredictable. It's so frustrating. He's been hot, baby. He has been. The Joe Brady difference. He's yeah. The new offensive coordinator. He was the offensive coordinator for LSU when, when they won the Natty. Also, um, sorry, Eckler. You're good. It's uh, two minutes, one minute left in the first quarter, and he's got one carry for six yards and one reception for one yard. So it's twenty-one nothing Raiders. I don't. I'm looking at it now. Can the Chargers just gonna have to throw the ball the rest of the game? He could get a lot. He could half PPR to death. Maybe he could. But I don't know. That's not looking good. Guess who made a bet at plus odds for neither team to score three times in a row? This guy. <laughs> and it's 21-0 after three Raiders possessions. 
What the fuck? <laughs> if this doesn't sum up my day. The, yeah. That is... Um, I don't think you can lose worse than that. That's no. like out of the gate loss. I'm going to go play the lottery and they're going to say, you owe, you owe us money. I bet on the wings, too. They're losing. Did you see the goal that just went in? No, I'm not watching right now. It bounced off the boards behind the net, and Huso tried to, like, handle it quickly before, like, dishing it out. And the Hurricanes player just came and, like, swatted the puck into the net. Cool, cool, cool. It, it was so cool. It was so cool. Um, Running backs, anything else to add there? Um. I haven't broken down the singers running backs. I just like, for it. I think Montgomery's good for three touchdowns. So that's good. Enough. Oh, uh, there we go. A singer win. I won't bet on it. So it has a chance. Fade me any sports betting. I'm awful. <laughs> hey, girl, same. But that doesn't mean we stop. We're just one. <laughs> that's why I don't even have accounts open because I don't trust myself. I, so, I really would like to retire at some point in my life. Yeah, I, I, smart move. I, so I was on Barstool as well as DraftKings, and yet the ESPN app took over the Barstool app. So um, now I have an ESPN account. They just gave me $50, four $50 free bets today. They must know I suck. So mm-hmm. uh, they're just trying to hook me. And it's That's like four, a hotel comp in your room. Right. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I got a couple nuggets on these running backs. So, yeah, this is a fantastic running back matchup for these two teams. I think Bajan Robinson, with his uh, schedule, rest of season, he might be a league winner. I'm, I own Bajan in a league for my in work. I made the playoffs in that one, thankfully. Uh, I'm very excited for what he's going to do the rest of the year. I think David Montgomery is going to help the Lions get back to what they do best, run the ball. Uh, this week so I think that's good Eckler was great last week he's off to a slow start now uh, he like we said though he could half PPR people to death and he could actually get some yards and touchdowns along the way too James Cook is on fire I love James Cook but I think this is a brutal matchup here and it's the only matchup in these four running backs that is not green so yeah I'm using that as my difference maker to make my decision here so I'm going singer's way at running back all right we agree we agree We've agreed too much. Let's see if we can disagree at wide receiver. Uh, Singer has Brandon Ayuk, Amon Ra, and Drake London. Eric has A.J. Brown, Tyler Lockett, and Amari Cooper. Go ahead, Rick. That's interesting. Um, Looking at this, obviously, best wide receiver on the board is A.J. Brown, but he's kind of been struggling too lately. Yeah, I I like Brandon Ayuk a lot. I don't know if it's a runway that AJ is the best wide receiver here. But are, do you have the app open? No. If you click on AJ Brown, he's in a Batman costume. What? <laughs> so I know the Eagles call like they call AJ Brown swole Batman, and then they call Devontae Smith skinny Batman. And then there's another Batman in the group. I forget what it is, but that might be why. But I didn't know they had joke pictures on here. But, well, I knew that it was uh, around Halloween. They had a bunch of costumes on all the players. And Puka's, Puka Nakua's profile picture was the shocked Pikachu. And it was <laughs> hilarious. I didn't, it didn't even like, Pikachu. 
Yeah, it didn't even dawn on me for a couple weeks, and all of a sudden, oh, I, like, I screenshot the time. I was like, "Have you seen this? This is incredible." They just have some Easter eggs out there. Yeah, that's amazing. I uh, so yeah, the app snows on you now. Have you seen yeah. that? I've noticed yep. that. Yeah, they can do all this cool shit, but they can't account for a fumble when it actually fucking happens. That's cool. Thanks, yeah. sleeper. They're like, "Hey, sorry you missed playoffs. Have some snow." Here's some snow. Hope. Here's AJ, AJ Brown in a Batman costume. Yeah. Fucking hate him so much. God. Um. Yeah, I don't have a lot of analysis here. Uh, just looking okay. at the names, I think I like Singer's guys better. Just okay. I called this one a draw. Actually, this one is too close to call for me because I love Ayuk for Singer. Um. And then he's got the Lions double dip here. He's got David Montgomery, but he also has Amonra. So two guys in the same offense. I think Drake, Drake London might have another good game. He finally showed up last week and did what the fantasy people wanted. Yes. Um, look what happens when you give him the ball. Maybe your trade wasn't so bad there, Rick. How about that? Yeah, uh, too little, too late. Yeah, hey, I know the feeling. Uh, I, on Eric's side, A.J. Brown is a smash play against Seattle. He's got Lockett in the same game. It'd be a great matchup for him, too. Amari Cooper's been good, not great. Flacco is serviceable, though. But this is, to me, kind of a toss-up. If I have to pick one, i probably go your or Eric's way, actually. Pro- but very, very slightly. Yeah. We disagree. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Tight end. Um I'll just break this one down real quick. So Evan Ingram for Singer is just on fire after last week. I think he had two touchdowns. Yep. Um, yeah, two touchdowns, 27 points, 11 catches for 95 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, what a game. Um, I think he might keep rolling a little bit. And then Eric has Kyle Pitts, who was also very good last week. But I just have more faith in Ingram repeating his performance than I do Pitts. So I'm going Singer's way there. Same. All right, succinct. I like it. Flex. This is a really good flex matchup, too. Um, DK Metcalf, definitely heating up. I will definitely pick him against the Eagles. That, to me, is a smash play. Um, It's a fun wrinkle in this matchup that Eric has Lockett. So we have both Seattle wide receivers in this matchup on opposing teams, so that's fun. I, I love Rashi Rice for Ingram or for, for Eric. He's been downright useful in fantasy. I think he keeps it going, but I think DK is just a better player right now, being a veteran and just a behemoth. So DK. Yeah, I kind of agree. And I think um Kansas City's kind of imploding a little bit. I forget what I was listening to today, but they were saying after the Broncos beat the Lions this week, I think they're going to beat the Chiefs for the division. Like, oh, wow. That's bold. And I hope you're wrong about this week. Yeah, but I like, I like DK a little bit more than uh, Rashi. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't see anything noteworthy at kicker or defense, do you? Um, well, if I'm Brendan, I'm seeing McPherson. I'm loving that. <laughs> of course. Naturally. Was he kicker 20? Oh, he yeah. moved up. He's kicker nine now. Hey. Oh, talk shit about him. He blows up for 10 points. How about that? <laughs> wow. Wow, it must be some condensed kicker ratings that he, 10 points moved him up that much. It's a tight race. How about that? Okay, who's your winner? 
So it's a close one. This is going to be close. If we're doing linchpins, I'm looking at Singer. He's got the Atlanta double dip, which that offense is scary. And then the Lions double dip, which which Lions offense are we going to get? Yeah. So he needs two games to go in his favor. I like Eric. I think it's just a safer play. Okay. Yeah. So at the time of note keeping, Eric was favored by 30 points by Sleeper. That has now already moved 10 points. So it's now uh, Eric minus only 20 due to Eckler's very slow start. He's still stuck at 1.2 points. Not ideal. Um, But I think Eric's uh, quarterback advantage is huge. And he might have an edge at wide receiver where I said it was very close. But I think Singer's running backs, tight end, and flex group are significantly better uh, over the span of those positions. I, I think the 30 or the what was 30 point spread, now 20. I think that's crazy. I got Singer in this one pulling off the upset. At worst, I think he covers, but uh, I'll take I got Singer in the points. He's definitely taking the points. The yeah, Singer gonna be close 20 or 30, whatever. Hammering that, I'm spring. I'm more than sprinkling uh, singer money line. All right. So we disagreed on a whole pick. That's good. Yeah. Look yeah. at us go, Eric. Cool. Don't let me down. <laughs> singer, don't let me down. <laughs> All right. Anything else on these matchups? Let's get these survey questions out real quick. Yeah, let's do service. And we'll save some time because we can just straight up throw some of them away. Question one, who wins the Kel Lorenz matchup between Kellen and Ricky? And I won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Four, four to two. We only got six votes. That hurts. Sleeper, uh, The sleeper spread is Rick minus one, who covers Kellen plus one. Same vote, four to two. Who wins the Sin Grody matchup? Singer and Eric. Eric gets four votes. Singer gets two. The spread in that one was Eric minus 30. Who covers? This is a 50-50 split, three votes each, so we don't have a winner there. Okay. The question five, the hypothetical question, the Lions are guaranteed a Super Bowl to save on a bunch of reading. You can know, you can never know any details about the game. You can't know who played. You can't know any stats. You can't see a single highlight. You can't read about it. You can't listen to the radio. You can't know ever by any media uh, any single detail about the game. You can just get confirmation from your friends and family. But yeah, that yes, the Lions did win the Super Bowl. That's it. That's all you can ever know. There are no loopholes. Rick, do you take the deal? No, I'm, a, I'm along for the ride. Same. Same. There's no point. You you brought it up in the chat. If my dad was on his deathbed. I would do it for him. I would, I would take one for the team for my dad. I had the same thought. But, but after my auction league was gone. I am what, not taking a bullet for any of you fuckers. What's the point of being a Lions fan if you can't enjoy the run and the win and the after party and talking yeah. about it with all your friends and getting the group chat going yes. and sending fire gifts to everyone with <laughs> golf doing something sick and yeah, Amon Ra doing a crazy touchdown dance. Yeah. And, you know, if and you can't partake in that, what's, bleak. It, what's the point? It's all about the ride. It's like that Miley Cyrus clip when she sounds like a frog. What, what, I forget what she says. <laughs> the journey is what people tend to remember anyway. It's just something like that. And then they cut to the little rascals froggy character. It's like, oh. yeah. 
Classic, classic. Oh no, this hurts even more. Who will be our champion? Wait, what was the full results? Oh, um, no, no, there is no point in taking this deal. Uh, receive four votes. Yes, I'll take the I'll take one for the team. Receive two votes. So we had a bunch of selfish friends, but motherfucker, I got three votes. I won the who will be our champion vote. Nope. <laughs> I'm Wrong. so pissed. Yeah, Wrong. we can, we can throw that one away right now. Good job, League. You picked the guy who came and get in the playoffs. Oh, God, this is so painful. Rick, you got you got one vote. Did you vote for yourself? Uh, of course. Okay. Matt got one vote. I have to imagine he voted for himself too. Um, Jose received a vote. I actually think I voted Jose. Jose didn't even vote. He, he probably didn't vote. I, I, he probably didn't vote. Um, no, he didn't. Oh, Matt didn't vote either. So I stand corrected. Corrected. Matt didn't vote for himself. Um, Cam voted. How about that? Cam, Singer, Kellen, Brett, Tommy, Rick. Thank you for voting. Matt, Jose, Eric, Mark, shame. Mark should be disqualified. Next, next seed gets to take a spot. I'm surprised Cam didn't write in himself for champion. Can't. Not an option. Probably killed him. <laughs> that bitch. Holy shit. All right. Well, this this painful day just gets worse. Um, anything else to add for the auction league? Um, this is the only league I'm still alive in, so I'm locked uh, in ready to roll i hope you put up 200 this week like i said so there's it's just like okay i won to one money i had no glory that was lost it just no wasn't in the cards so i'm pulling for you i'll be your cheerleader this week rick thank you i need it anytime anytime all right let's hang up we'll do this keeper league perfect rick welcome again this is a little bit repetitive but how's it going tonight say hello to the keeper league Hello, boys. It's good to be here. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> um, we don't have to. Well, I don't have to be sad on this one. I guess you might want to be sad on this one, but uh... I'm crushed. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Well, so this okay. is back to back years I lost in the tiebreaker. Yeah. With two different tiebreakers. Which I had a panic attack because I sent you the text. So last year, the tiebreaker rule was head to head. Yeah, and I was, and I had would have gotten in on points four. Yeah, so I rallied around. I'd be holding a trophy right now. I rallied around the rule change. I was like, "It's got to be points four. This is bullshit." And then I was worried this year that I would have won on head to head with Singer. Luckily, Singer won the head to head, so I was I was out either okay. tiebreaker. But could you imagine if I? <laughs> inspired a rule change and then lost the tiebreaker of the previous rule oh uh, no that that would be such a hard pill to swallow just and then, absolutely then the next year you could lose on a stat correction maybe <laughs> you know we'll trifecta. we call that the dick in the ass trifecta <laughs> oh these are tough times for your two co-hosts tonight yeah, that's why we're drinking. That's why we're drinking bourbon. I I refilled. I still don't know what I'm drinking. Oh, no. Whatever it is, I can suck it out of my sweatshirt after that little dribble. Yeah, problem. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And stop calling me Shirley. 
Great movie. You got to rewatch that one. But okay. Welcome to the Keeper League, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's start with some high low scores from last week. High score, Rick, 187.13. That's right. Talk about it. Beat That's that chest real Right. Quick. The plan is coming together. All right. You've been Trust the process. Yeah. Put some respect back in the name. Been dragging my ass all year for that trade. The boys are coming out. The plan's working. I was only just 200 points shy of beating Sanger in the tiebreaker. But <laughs> only you know what? You said? What's that? Did you say only 200? Only 200 points behind. <laughs> I mean, they got pretty close. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was nice to kind of see the roster come together. Uh, Drake yeah. London was actually getting the ball. Christian Watson, although he didn't play last week, has been heating up. Um, You know, I think – I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but the plan the plan showed promise when it hadn't previously, and so I'm excited going into the next season. There's growth, tangible growth. Yeah, but it's like it's like when you're shooting the worst round of golf, and you're like, I'm quitting golf forever, and then you you have birdie, eighteen, and you're like, I'm I'll be back next week. Yep, that one so, shot keeps you back. Yeah, this high score. Last week of regular season, I'll be back next year. Can't wait. Back, baby. Next year's his year, 2024, the year of Rick. Mm-hmm. All right. I love it, man. I'll be rooting for you unless we're playing. Very good. Um, so, Rick, yeah, you were the, the high point of the week last week. The low scorer is a playoff team. Joe Barnes, 110.6. Just an absolutely brutal week by Boo Boo. Limping into the playoffs, loses his bye week, and now is taking on Skull. But we'll get to that momentarily. As a league, we've scored 1,000, or last week we scored 1,454. Wow, this bourbon's hitting. 1,454.16 points, which is kind of middle of the road, right? Right smack dab in the middle. So, uh, very average week by the boys. And that's all we got. So let's get into these matchups. You want to start with Sko and Joe? Do it. Okay. Sko, let's see. Sko comes in. Um, I've got oh, some, before, uh, some stats. Before you do this real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our preseason pod, when we yeah. were uh, ranking guys, I think yes. these were both our gym rats. Yes. This was our storyline, right? We were going to be like, all right, let's check back in, see where they're at. Uh-huh. Um, look at this. First round of playoffs. They're playing each other. Wait, what What did we say back in August? We thought, we thought that one would make playoffs, one wouldn't, and they were both going to have to kind of scratch and claw their way in. Really? Yeah. Did we nail it? Well, they both made it. Because the five we, the thought, we thought I was I mean, on cruise control and I'm terrible, but okay. Um, well, you had a material change with your team too. Yeah, but but we were looking at these guys as like the scrappy ones getting in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, um, and now they're head to head. So this is like our full full season arc coming to a close. I mean, the impressive thing too is Joe did it without Justin Jefferson for most of the season. Yep. And uh, it just shows to do what a late round gem can do for you with Puka Nakua. Um, 
it it only takes one pick, boys. It, it can change your team. That's why those late round picks matter. That's why every pick matters. So that's my uh, my pep talk to the boys there. But yeah, hats off to both teams. Yeah, I mean they made good decisions all year because we you know we were battling like you said to have them in or out. Um, they both made it in four and five teams. Not even like they snuck in as a six seed or something. And that's not even a shot at Singer, who's our six seed, because Singer's damn good too. But um, they're, I mean, Sko's won championships in this league before. Joe's been the punching bag of the league before, but he's been he's been building his way up. So Joe's seeing results. You love to see it. Yep. Proud of you guys. So proud. So proud. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. So let me uh, let me throw some stats here. I have some stats uh, with rankings that are just for the six playoff teams. So Sko comes in 2,063 points scored so far on the season. That is fifth out of the six playoff teams. So, yep, that, that's why he is the five seed. In the past three weeks, though, he is sixth out of the six playoff teams with only 370 points scored, and he's one and two in his last three which is tied for fourth among the six playoff teams. Joe is dead last sixth with season points, um, but he does have the uh, a better record than the six-seed singer. His previous three weeks, he scored 379 points, which is fifth out of six, and he is tied with Sko at a one-and-two record. So those are the two teams tied at one-and-two in their past three. Wow. Good stuff, good stuff. Quarterbacks. Sko is trotting out there one Brock. Purdy and Joe has Matthew Stafford. How do you break this one down, Rick? Quarterback alone, I like Purdy. Stafford's got a pretty nice matchup and all his weapons back, seemingly healthy. But I just, I have more faith in the San Francisco offense. I like Purdy. I'm going the other way. It's very, very close. I think the Niners might have the problem that they get up too much too early against the Cardinals, especially indoors. I think they just fuck them up and throw them around. Purdy may not have to throw much. Matthew Stafford is like um, the coveted streaming quarterback right now for fantasy with his matchup this week. Um, smash play. He's got both wide receivers healthy against a terrible Washington defense. Um, I like Joe Matthew Stafford here. Okay. Differing already. Good start. Let's go to wide receiver next. Sko has Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, Cortland Sutton against the Lions. And Joe has DK Metcalf, Puka, and Justin Jefferson. Go ahead, Rick. Uh, like auction, is Jeff- Justin Jefferson going to play? And if he does, is he the same player with – God, I don't even – who's the new quarterback? Is it Nick Mullins? It's Mullins. Mullins. Yeah. Yeah. Third string quarterback throwing him the ball. Yeah. Um, now Jefferson got... said he was going to play, but from the player's mouth. Yeah. I like DK and Puka more than all of Sko's wide receivers. Yeah. I, yeah. I like Joe. I like Joe here. I like Joe here as well. Um, Kind of for the reasons you said, Waddle, Waddle against the Jets, I hate it. Devontae Smith, um, good matchup against Seattle. But when Dallas Goddard plays, Devontae Smith just doesn't do as much. And I'm just rooting against Cortland Sutton this week. 
plain and simple. I'm willing to bet. I mean, again, fade me anything sport related, but <laughs> Sutton anytime touchdown. I feel like yeah. that's a decent bet. You'd make. Uh, <laughs> I was a year early on that one. To my downfall, I was all over Cortland Sutton last year, and he might actually lead the league in receiving touchdowns this year when it's all said and done. It, it's sick. So, um, But another thing I like about Joe's wide receivers, I love the Puka Matthew Stafford stack. I think that yep. might that might accumulate for 50 points this week. Who knows? It could. Yeah. So I, I like Joe's here, uh, Joe's guys here. And I didn't mention this, the spread on this. Um, it's currently, at time of recording, SCO minus four. So it's very close. It was minus six for SCO earlier at time of note-taking. So it's moved slightly. So money has come in on Joe. So Vegas had to move the line a little bit. Running backs. We got Jameer Gibbs and DeAndre Swift for SCO, while Joe has Najee Harris and A.J. Dillon, which I believe was a change, and it's because Alexander Madison has been ruled out. That's why. So Joe made a, a change on the fly. Maybe that altered the spread as well. I guess I'll, since I'm already talking, I'll break this one down. To me, this one's already SCO, easily SCO. Gibbs is a smash play. Swift has been slowing down a little bit, but he's got a good matchup. I think they get him back on track. I like Najee more than the fantasy community. They just love to hate on him. I'm just not ever going to get excited about A.J. Dillon again, ever, though. So, uh, to me, this is a pretty easy SCO decision at running back. What do you got, Rick? Agreed, and I think it really just comes down to Dillon. I I hate that play. Um, Najee. Yeah. Could could be good. Um, could be bad. Gibbs and Swift. It's just a really nice dynamic duo. Um, it's a solid running back duo. Dylan, yeah. I so I go Scott. I hear you. Let's move on to tight end. Sco has George Kittle. A nice little purdy stack there. And Joe has Hawkinson. Um, this is close. Kittle can score anywhere from one to 35 and almost nowhere in between. <laughs> yeah, know, right. He's going to do one or the other. So it's scary. Uh, I will take the consistency here. I will take Hawkinson, even though I uh, – well, Honestly, the idea of the the Purdy stack on this one scares me because, like I said, I don't know if they'll need to throw much. I think it's going to be a massive CMC week, which will definitely benefit you this year or this week in the auction league, Rick. So yeah, um, I think CMC's in for a big one. I'm smashing them in every DraftKings lineup that I've got. I don't know if Kittle has a big week, but you never know when it's going to pop up. Um, so, yeah, I'll go Joe with Hawkinson here. I like, I like Hawkinson over Kittle in – any matchup slightly um the consistency the higher floor um is nice but also i feel like tight ends are bad quarterbacks best friends so i would, <laughs> I, I anticipate a lot of dump off check down pass to hawkinson as a safety sure. net yeah i like hawkinson yep i'm with you so Flex positions I love breaking down, but not in this matchup. Thielen and Singletary for Sko, Kincaid and Dobbs for uh as Romeo Dobbs for Joe. I just don't care to break any of this down. This is slightly useful garbage. 
for to me for there's both. one thing there's one thing to talk about Ooh, okay joe is rolling two tight ends which yeah in any league any format is a recipe for a loss yes it is you're right it's, it's an absolute l and so i really seeing kincaid as a flex play makes me nervous for joe I'm with you. I, I, that's kind of what I preach. So who am I to go back on that now? I think you may have persuaded me a little bit, actually. That's a really good point. So I'm going to give the edge there to Sko, just for not yeah. starting double tight ends. And Singletary, he could put up some points against his Titans defense, too. So let's go, Sko. We'll agree on that one. Yep. Kicker and defense, um, I, I got nothing. I, nothing. I don't care either way. So yeah. I'll give my winner on this matchup. I I don't know if I see like an overly significant advantage for either guy here. Um, I have Joe getting some smaller wins position by position though, at quarterback, a wide receiver, at tight end. Um, I, I got Joe. I got Joe winning. I think it's the Stafford and Puka stack that pops off. And I think it's because the Purdy and Kittle stack does not smash like some people expect. So I, like I said, I expect a massive CMC week. If the Niners get up early and they just pound the ball, I don't think they're going to need Purdy and Kittle. I think they're going to save that for the playoffs. I got Joe here. Um, definitely Joe plus six or, or plus four, whatever it is now, but I got Joe outright too. I would take Joe plus four, but I'm going to go Sco outright win. Yes. Um, we're different. I love it. Yeah, I like Sko in quarterback. We disagreed on that. I like Sko in running back a lot. And um, I just – Joe Joe rocking two tight ends is a red flag for me. And sure. so that's the, that's the tipping point. I'm going to go Sko. Fair. I respect it. Okay. Let's go on to the three versus six matchup. We've got Singer versus Orico. The current spread is Orico minus 36, which is quite a change from earlier. I don't we'll see if there was a lineup change or what. At time of note taking, the spread was Matt minus 49. So we had a 13-point swing. A lot of money, a lot of wow. big money coming in on Singer these last few hours. Woo! Big fan base that Singer team has. But Singer comes in with the fourth most points on the season, 2,133. That's season long. In the past three weeks, he is fourth out of the six playoff teams with 428 points for, but he is 0-3 in his past three games. Singer is limping no into the playoffs. No way. Yeah, he, Singer's the exact opposite of how he's doing in the auction league, where he's red hot. Orico has the second most points in the league, 2,345. In the past three weeks, he has the third most points of the playoff teams with 510, and he is 2-1 and one in his past three. The quarterbacks right now, Singer has C.J. Stroud, but he is 50-50. He's a total coin flip on whether or not he plays this week. And for Orico, he's got Lamar locked and loaded, ready to go. If Stroud does not play for Singer, I don't see another quarterback currently on his roster. So it's to the waiver wire. He goes. 
So Singer is crossing his fingers, hoping and praying that Stroud does play. How do you see it, Rick? Um, I'm sorry. I'm on another. I'm shocked that Matt didn't get a buy in this. Yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris Barnes, Barnes got one seed, ten and yeah. four. My well, God. you know, I I should be the one seed, but I sat Tyreek Hill what three weeks ago against you, and you won. Well, that's so that that's a. I mean, I don't know why you would do that. Well, I can promise you it wasn't intentional. <laughs> well, you must have done it for a reason. I was moving out of a whole damn cottage, Rick. I had three minutes to check 14 lineups. I I don't know what happened, man. It must have been like an 11 or a 12.59 bad finger job of uh, trying to cancel out, but moving my best wide receiver onto the bench so yeah it cost me a bye week so <sighs> we'll see if that costs me if like the matchups because next week odds are i'll have well i don't want to give anything away we'll we'll save it we'll save it we'll save it i don't want to give anything away but um yeah that that could cost me we, we will say that yep but anyway so getting back on uh on schedule here. anyways yeah. uh yeah looking at quarterbacks just, a, just Stroud is a red flag and no backup. It's got to go Matt's way on, on quarterback here. Yeah. Shame on Singer, I, honestly. Matt will play the game where he knows that Singer needs a quarterback. He will drop players to pick up quarterbacks just to block Singer. He will do that. Singer needs to be better, honestly. Uh, I, I'm very surprised. Singer is a good owner. He cares. He knows fantasy football. I'm disappointed that he's not protecting himself whatsoever. And you already got my boy Sam Howell picked up and stashed. Yep. Like quarterback five or six on the season. Um, and Singer Great just cut, stash, caught with his pants down. He's awesome. The Wolfman. Sam how 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 <laughs> I, I taught Logan how to do that. It's awesome. But uh, so anyway, yeah, Singer's in big trouble here. He needs Stroud. But even if he plays, he's banged up and without his number one wide receiver. So I can't imagine how Singer possibly has no other quarterback on his team. He's in big trouble. So this is an obvious Matt here at quarterback. Lamar has been up and down all season, but he's fresh off a 30-burger without Mark Andrews. So I, I don't know. I, I think he probably keeps it going at Jacksonville. Nice weather. I think Lamar's going to ball out. So this is a smash for me, for Orico. At quarterback. A yep. wide receiver. Singer's got Tyler Lockett, DJ Moore, Jordan Addison. Matt has uh Rick cover your ears, CD Lamb, Michael Pittman Jr., and Steph Diggs. Um a, a few weeks ago, I would have said this is a massive advantage for Matt, but now I think it's just a mat a, a medium-sized advantage because Steph Diggs is ice cold. Tyler Lockett hasn't been great for Singer, but he's got a Philadelphia Eagles defense, which is not great against the past. DJ Moore has been on fire, maybe partially because he's played the Lions twice in the past three or four weeks. And Jordan Addison uh, is very good, nothing around it. Um, Michael Pittman is also good for Rico. CeeDee Lamb, very good, obviously. So Rico with a medium-sized advantage. But, yeah, a month ago I'd be like, oh, Rico on a landslide. So Singer could put up a fight here. I don't know. I'm still going – Matt in a landslide. 
I Addison was good with an injured Jefferson and a healthy Cousins, and he's kind of really tapered off since the changes in Minnesota's offense. Um, DJ Moore, you're still relying on Justin Fields to pass on the ball. Lockett is a good play, but Pittman has been really consistent and solid all year. C.D. Lamb's super overrated, but he's still good. And Diggs is still Diggs. I think I think it's an easy Matt. Okay. I, I, I'm still going Matt. I think it's a little closer, though. Let's move on to running back. I love that we disagree just a little bit. That's good stuff. Good podcasting. Quality content for the boys. Singer, running back, Kamara and Pollard. Orico's got McCaffrey and ETN. I mean, it's kind of more trouble here with injuries for Singer because um, Jacobs is on his team but is out, not playing right now as he should be. So Pollard gets the bump up to running back as opposed to being a really nice flex play. So it affects the entire lineup. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. This is CMC end of story. He's the cheat code. He's the modern day Ladanian Tomlinson. Uh, it's it's just he's better than everybody else. And Travis Etienne has slowed down quite a bit, but that's a really nice running back too to have on a roster. So uh, I go Matt here heavier than I go Matt at wide receiver, just because CMC is that dude. You know, this is didn't uh, in my matchup for auction we have a McCaffrey Kamara matchup. Yeah, we did. And then I think I think this is the same running back matchup. I think Matt's got one and four, and Singer's got two and three. Yeah, but as far CMC as go, yeah carries such a huge advantage. It I think it goes Matt's way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna rank them one through four, CMC is like running back minus three. Yeah, like he, <laughs> he's not fair, and I think he's gonna feast this week. Especially with this league being PPR too, that's just a yeah added juicy bonus. You're you're gonna get five or six points just for him being out there and catching a ball. Yep. Yeah. And then you get the yards and all that coming after. So, yep. To me, that's easy running back for Matt. Did you have anything else there? Nope. All right. Tight ends. This is really close to me, which might be surprising. Um, Kate Otten is useful. He's been a really fine play lately. Uh, Goddard still might be nursing that injury a little bit. He's not quite himself yet. Maybe this is the breakout week, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, so I, I got this pretty much as a toss up between the two. Yeah. I don't know much about Otten. I'm looking at stats now. Um, Baker yeah, likes I guess I'll call it a toss up. Philly's offense seems kind of in a funk right now. If they get it back together, I like Goddard, but if they're if they continue their struggles, it's close. Yeah. I mean Goddard's projected in the 10 range, Otten's projected in the six range. So it's a little bit of a hot take by me. But just looking at the numbers, I mean Kate Otten scores like at least eight almost every week. He's got one week with three points. Um, but I mean eight points by a tight end. I'll you're take that every you're, day. you're okay with it. Yeah. yeah. It, but Goddard, I, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, they're, they've been struggling offensively. All right, let's go to flex. Jahan Dotson and Jalen Warren for Singer, and then Enrico has Ayuk and Garrett Wilson. I, I love Ayuk. 
Wilson is okay. Um, it, it, it's better than Singer's group. It's flat out. I got mad Wilson's here. Wilson's been on a bit of a heater, too. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Wilson fed him last week. Nine catches, 108 yards. 14 targets last week. Impressive. Yeah. I like Matt's guys here, too. Yeah. It's hard to argue the other way. And it, it might be a little less lopsided if Josh Jacobs played and Tony Pollard was in this flex group yep. ahead of Dotson. one of John Dawson or Jalen Warden. But, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, kicker, I, both are fine plays, but both are playing outdoors in the Midwest, so they're kind of sketchy in that regard. Defense, I don't have an opinion one way or the other. You got anything at kicker or defense? Um, no. One one thing of note is uh, Matt did not play Mayor. He's got 13 points because Vegas is up 42 nothing. Good old Notre Dame boy. How does he have 13? I don't think he scored a touchdown. Love it, though. Oh, he, yeah, he got a touchdown. Way to go, touchdown. Mike. Yeah. That way. Good. Love to see it. Cool. All right. Who's your winner here, Rick? Uh, I'll take Matt and I'll take the points. You'll you'll uh take Singer to cover Matt to win. No, I'm sorry, I'll lay the points. Oh, you'll I'll, lay I'll the points. Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the spread kind of tells you off the top. This is a little bit of a mismatch. Crazy things happen in the playoffs, but my money's on Matt. Um, but a quarterback advantage and the running back advantage mostly. CMC is gonna absolutely feast this week. Singer's coming in ice cold, like I said, at 0-3 in his past three. <clears throat> Time the regular season. And he's last in points among playoff teams in these past three weeks. So uh, um, it's it just Singer's in a bad spot. Matt's a force. It looks like it's going to be a crash course between he and I next week. Um, so, uh, Matt, I'll, I'm thinking I'll see you in the semis a week from and today. Only only if there was a, another 7-7 seven and seven team on a four-game win streak, who just put up league high in points, <laughs> committee, committee, <laughs> play the best games. No one wants to watch a New Year's Day game blowout by 40 points. Mm-hmm. Singer, you got called out, man. I hope Singer takes that offensively. <laughs> Singer, pop off in the group chat. All right, anything else on matchups before we go to these survey results? Let's do surveys. Okay. So I will I will meet the, the winner of Singer and Rico, and Chris Barnes will greet the winner of Sco Joe. All right, service. Who wins the Joe Nesny matchup? Joe versus Sco. We are split 50-50. I'm not too surprised. That should probably be the better game this week. It's yep. three and three, Joe and Sco. Yahoo has, well, at time of survey, distribution yahoo had a spread of joe minus two it is now uh oh did i close the app it is now joe minus it is now joe plus four yes but for joe minus two who covers and joe wins they they expect joe to cover by a vote of four to two on to the next matchup which i've named sorico oh no oh no <laughs> 100% of the vote goes to Arico. 6 nothing. 
Question four, the current spread at time of survey distribution was a RICO minus 40 who covers. The spread is now 37. Uh, they got Singer covering by a vote, <laughs> covering the 40 at least, of a vote of four to two. Who will be this year's champion is a tie. Two votes apiece for Rico and myself and the Barnes brothers. It looks like they each gave themselves a vote. How about that? Guys. Yeah, why not? Why not? Question six, the fun one. You're offered the deal to, to short, make it short and sweet. You're guaranteed a Lions Super Bowl, but that's all you know. You can never watch, listen to, look at box scores, uh, highlights. You can't listen to or watch anything else or know any stats or any details about the game. It's that there are no loopholes that all you can know is the lions won the super bowl. Do you take that deal? Rick, you covered in the auction league already 10 seconds. What, how'd you vote? Uh, no, I need to be a part of the process. Just have to. Yep. I'm with you. The, the whole point, like we said in the auction league, the ride is what makes it worth it. The, 70 years of suffering <laughs> that's what's going to make it all sweeter have you watched bye bye barry yet rick I have. you have no i haven't watch it it's incredible absolutely incredible it uh it gets into the suffering part of lions fandom um doug karsh on 97 won the ticket he's always said for years like when the lions eventually make the super bowl there there's going to be so many segments on sports center on Fox Sports, on whatever, about like all the pain that the Lions fans has gone have gone through, and people are gonna be like, "There's no way one fan base has gone through all of that." It's you say, that's even, what's gonna make it worth it someday. Like, just think about how many rule changes have been made because of the Lions. You don't yeah. even know what it catches in the NFL anymore because of the Lions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember the playoff game in Dallas when they threw a flag and then just decided that there wasn't a flag? What about in the first time in the history of the league that that has happened to the ref's face, and he was right. It's just, just awful. Never in the history of the Commissioner Kellen podcast has someone lost a playoff spot by a, a stat change. There you go. No one in the history of forever has anybody ever lost a fantasy football matchup because of Naheem Hines. <laughs> Fuck. And here I am wearing my Lions hoodie. Yeah, I am the Lions. Well, so I'm losing to Matt next week. That's going to happen. Fun times. You can lock that in. Question seven. Who are you? Thanks to everyone except Matt, Eli, Eric, and Sko. That concludes our survey. Rick, any closing words? Uh, disappointing season, man. I thought I thought I had yeah. a really good one going. Uh, Chubbs, knee, really derailed the whole thing, and then uh, still stand by my trade. I'll I'll take that to the grave. You put it on my tombstone. Great trade with Matt, and uh, trade might be what kills you. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, looking forward to next season. Um, it was a good one. That's all I got. I, I'll give you brownie points. You mentioned it to me before. 
Rick made some very savvy pickups since, you know, some of you forget we're in a keeper league. And uh, just because your season is over does not mean you can't add and drop players still. Rick made some very smart moves. So, Rick, I see you. Well, job well done. Thank you. Um, the future is bright for Team Everything Hurts. Next season might be nothing hurts. Let's go. Nothing hurts. Everything feels great. Everything feels good. Now, Rick, now I'm going to start working on you to play in the nutty pool in a couple of weeks here. We're not too far away. We'll see. Maybe we'll, we'll get the Jake Elliott fan club back together. He's a thing. He is a thing. Okay. Thank you very much for the time here, Rick. I thought we'd be quicker than we were, but the conversation was just flowing. A couple of percent. Articulate. I told Aaron, I was like, we'll be quick. This will be like 40 minutes. We'll be <laughs> quick. I like don't want to be here talking about fantasy football all night. Here we are all night. And and the worst part is I had the same expectation. Yeah. But we just get we just get going. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. The boys will enjoy it. I will get this posted. Everything else is already recorded. So I will get it all put together and posted, and the boys will have a nice little pod to listen to on their drives to work tomorrow. Will I be able to at 5 in the morning? Oh, yeah. It'll be ready in an hour. It's 10 p.m. on the dot right now. It'll be ready by 11. Can't wait for my morning commute. There you go. All right, man. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for joining. I I thought uh, we'd have a nice matchup in Auction League, but uh, shit happens. So fuck me, right? But thanks for doing this.